like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. It's all my love. It's all my love. The quiet man. It's all my love. It's all my love. Open question. Have you guys ever read The Beach by Alex Garland? Did you? Uh... It's the I know the film, right? It's the yeah, same... the the Leo Di- DiCaprio film or whatever. He goes to nice. Thailand and they find that hidden island or whatever. Um, but there's a something I remember in that book was uh, for him as a as a traveler. Um, especially traveling through Southeast Asia, he talks about the character in the book talks about how every person has like their country that represents their personality. So for him, it was like the Philippines. He was the Philippines, even though he's traveling in Thailand, the Philippines was his, that was like his country. He had kind of ownership to it and other people. And I used to kind of feel like Thailand was, was that country for me. And because that was the first country that I ever traveled to. And so if you ask me, Jack, what country are you? If you were a country, what country would you be? Obviously, I'm not going to say America because that's not really an interesting answer. But for me, it was Thailand. But uh, Man, what about I you know guys? What you mean. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally okay. know what you mean. Like when I was traveling, I remember, um, you know, like there was the dude I met. He was like he was the Sulawesi guy. Like, yeah, yeah. That was his jam. That was his thing, and that's where yeah. he had all like the big experiences. And for him, his heart was there, mm-hmm. you know. And then I had a friend uh, for many years here that was uh, Palawan. Like that was like Palawan was like the pinnacle. Like, like when you when you hear that name, that's that guy comes to mind. It's yeah, like that he is. Yeah, yeah. And I think he would see him see that within himself too. Maybe I could. When you started saying this, I was like, nah that's not a thing. That's kind of cheesy. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. I definitely have a country in Southeast Asia. That's like mine. Yeah. And that that's, it's Indonesia. It's the archipelago past Mm -hmm. Bali, like Lombok, Lombok is mine. That's like, that's me. Yeah. And I go there. It's it's Bangkok. Like I'm, I'm Thailand is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kevin, what about you? I mean, I, for you, I I would say you could extend it to East Asia too. You you might be Korea, you know? I mean, would that be your, it's, it's a really cool, I actually really like the question, but I think I need more time to think about it because it's weird. I, I, some of my immediate thoughts actually were even not Asia, but like, I love the Netherlands. Greece is still one of my favorite countries to travel to in the past oh, few sure. years, actually. Yeah. Greece is great. Amazing wine, great beaches, cool people. Um, like, yeah, that, I think that's one of my favorite countries in the last five, six years that, that well, Five, six years before the pandemic. Okay, it's been a little yeah. bit longer. But, but it's but also not, like not his favorite though, not favorite. Like no, no I, I know, but I, like I, but I like, just like I, I love that country when I was right. But, but there's aspects like, of the culture that that, that match your yeah. personality. It's like, like my, it's, my favorite, my yeah. favorite country would be uh Sri Lanka. Like for travel, I think it's the most beautiful. I the I, I love the beaches, I love the dynamic geography, the culture is amazing. Obviously, like meditation is a big part of my life that's that's like the the most amazing place i've ever been and i will go back there again and again until the day i die but what i'm saying is like when i go to lombok i feel home so mm-hmm. kev like what is that what you'd say about greece do you feel like that's of all the countries that are not your home country not including korea either for this immediate example because that's obviously at like, this point korea is my home country <laughs> right right same for me same for me i would say like seoul is my my definitely my home city yeah. But would you call any other country that you've been to? Like, what's what's the next one down? What's your second place or whatever? Like, what's your well, Southeast Asia is great. I've spent a lot of time in Thailand. I love that. Um, that might be it. 
if I'm going Southeast Asia, though, still the Netherlands is pretty high up there. I mean, that's where I, I did a lot of growing as when I, I studied there as a student, of course. I was there for six months. And I mean, the Dutch people are just, you know, really friendly, amazingly tolerant. They'll just they're like anyone. Yeah, you're cool. Whatever. Um, uh, some generally pretty relaxed laws about things, of course, as well. But I, I, I need one of those. What is it? MBTI. We needed an MBTI test for, yeah. for countries. It's yeah, kind of definitely. devolving into that. Like, like Jack, like <laughs> if you travel anywhere in the world, not including Korea and America, mm-hmm. and you pop out of the airport, which one do you like? I, that's what I feel when I when I land in Lombok, when I pop out of the airport, it's like I know I know these people. I know yeah. how to get around. I know a little bit of the language. I know the food. I know where I want to be like I, which which place is that for you? That, like, that, yeah. for me for sure but this would be the the Don Muang airport which they, I, they don't even use anymore they have a new airport in Thailand so I'm thinking like like Bangkok uh, or Thailand you know circa early 2000s when I lived there when I you know first moved there and then how much of a fixture I had become there like I I knew it so well and I could it's just it was like an old shoe you know what I mean like somebody described it to me that way it's like you just, oh, it's like coming home again. It's a, it's a home away from home. And I did get to travel there uh, a couple of years ago. And it did take me a couple. Of, it was jarring at first a little bit because my family was with me, my um, my wife, my daughter. But after a couple of days, man, I was like, some of the language came back. So, you know, I was in the taxi. Um, not that I was fluent, but, you know, I was able to, we call it taxi Thai, you know, like taxi Korean, you know, I could get around and and uh and it just felt it was just very it was i was home it, it was just very even though it's just a, a, a place of, of pure chaos i love it it's like i love the chaos of that there's it's not i think i i, I might just need the the stimuli of of all of that stuff just going crazy horn honking and traffic jams and people you know it's just i i really really love that atmosphere and i think it has a lot i probably would have the same feeling about malaysia or another country had that been the first place that i had gone 20 years ago but it's just it's just about where you kind of see like kev you went to the netherlands that was one of your first trips overseas right like uh it was my first trip overseas. Yeah. yeah it's just a you have a lot you just identify and for a long trip too i was there for yeah for, uh, you know, it's where you it's where i year. cut my teeth as a traveler you know right. what i mean because i was Same. just it, and so I, I i guess i because the topic today is why we love soul like what we really appreciate about the city of soul i was just wondering if if uh if that you know just as, as a example kind of resonated with you at all and and i don't know i was just thinking about that book today and that yeah, uh, when cool. i when uh kev when i remember the first our first year in seoul where i met you mm. okay so for listeners yeah. kevin and i actually all three of us for <laughs> listeners we all work at the same place um so we've been co-workers for 12 years um but that first year we had you know the first big semester break and um, we both went off traveling. And I remember telling you when I came back to, we had a small conversation in the office, how it felt, it was a little funny to come into Incheon and feel home. All right. Do you remember this? Like maybe like some, some vague memory of this, like that, that, that feeling it's like, 
you're exhausted. You just traveled, you know, you're still sunburned and, you know, you just, you're all disheveled, but it's okay. You're still two hours to get to your apartment. You got to negotiate, you know, subways and taxis and stuff and you're starving. You got to get a coffee, whatever, but it's okay. It's just like, I arrived like in my, my hometown. I think that was an interesting time for, for both of us as well, because we'd both been in Korea at that point for like a year or two. So although Korea was definitely becoming home at that point, that feeling might've been the first time where it was really like, wow, this foreign country to me is home. It actually finally feels like, home. I'm coming back to home after being somewhere else. Crazy. Like I'm back in Korea, which at that point isn't yet home. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm back here. Like I can sell some kimchi. That smells great. Um, It's like, it's a place you don't have to negotiate like your next step, you know, when you're traveling, if you're, you know, for listeners yeah. that have a lot of backpacking, that's, um, that's, that's usually one of the first observations new travelers make. I know it was a big thing for me. It was like, holy crap, every day you gotta be, if you want to be getting around, you gotta be thinking, okay, how do I get to from point A to point B? What am I going to eat? Where am I going to sleep? What are my objectives? You just kind of always have something brewing. Even if you're going to sit down in a place for, a couple of nights, you're still in those days, every evening, you're planning where you're going to go next, the next week. Mm. And yeah, yeah. yeah, that release coming to Seoul was just like, yeah, I, I know what's coming next. Like that was my first feeling of home here. I think that's where it started. That was the seed to right. be a new base of operations, a new, yeah, a new home. Yeah, that's weird. And I, for me, I, Thailand is my, is that for me, even after all these years, I've lived in Korea longer than I, I ever lived in Thailand, but I still feel like that was, that is my, my second home, because I think it was a, a time and place thing. Um, but it is, uh, it is funny how I went back to America for just like a year. And uh, I, I, I came running back to Korea, and I couldn't wait to get back here. And it it was just like a relief to be back in mm-hmm. Korea. And so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing. I, I, I think a, a lot of uh, our listeners that are, you know, teaching at Hagwans and have lived here feel the same thing. You, you, it, yeah. it's, a, it's something clicks in your, I was like, oh my God, you can't go home again. You know, that cliche, you know, you can't really go home. And uh, this this is your new home. Accept it uh, for all its quirks. You start and- to get used to even the feeling of just like the language. I know, like when I've been traveling around, if we're going, if I go to Europe or in parts of Southeast Asia, and once you get out of a Korean airplane, and you no longer hear Korean, when you still hear English, of course, on the plane, but you don't hear any Korean on the plane anymore. You know, it's an English and whatever local language it is, and you're traveling around, and then once you finally get back on that Korean airplane again, coming home, that's when for me it's like, oh. Yeah, this is this starts to feel normal again. You've always had that English, but I'm starting to get that. I, I hear that Korean in the background, and even before I spoke Korean, just having hearing it yeah. in the background, yeah, it starts to, to that. feel normal. Again. I don't even understand yeah, what totally. they're saying, but it's music to my ears. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, right. But it's exactly. a huge part of it's a huge part of your experience, right? What you see, smell, and hear. Like, yeah, totally. I think I think that's that's like the phase two, right? Like of uh, acquiring a new home. I think. Like Jack, you kind of nailed it there. Like it's one thing I was suggesting this feeling of comfort, security, ease, safety, coming back into Incheon that after that first, you know, um, semester working. But I think what Kevin's talking about, that's kind of like the step two, maybe, or I think you both guys will say it's like step two is where now, I mean, it's always nice to go home. 
But I mean, I haven't lived in my hometown since I was like 18. So it's rather foreign to me at this point. And when I come back to Incheon, even from America, so America, my my country, my nationality, my place of birth and whatever, Seoul is much more home mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's kind of a bittersweet type of thing. I think it'd be a sad thing if my parents are listening, you know, no, <laughs> it might be, you know, a little bit, it might a little be. bit, yeah. a little bittersweet. Yeah. I think my, my mom would, would be like, no, that makes sense. Kevin says that at this point. I've, yeah. I've now lived in Korea longer than I've lived in any one city in America. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never lived in, in, in fact, this is the longest I've lived in one, uh, one city, one country, one city, one apartment, um, one, one home. That's the longest you've lived in, because you've only been in that apartment for like two years. Not this one, the one I had in ET1. Oh. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. So just prior, and uh, the longest career that I've ever had. Oh, yeah, um, that one for sure. Yeah, just it's the whole list. So, I mean, it makes sense that this is our home. So we should transition and, and talk about, um, I mean, the theme today, like what, what do we like about soul? What's, is that, that's kind of the idea. Is yeah. Well, because at? I think I've, we, we had a conversation before Ryan, where you, you actually mentioned that uh, soul is your favorite city uh, in, yes. in, and um, I, I would love to actually hear why you, feel that way not no, i'm not i'm not saying it incredulously like how you know how could you, <laughs> what you know, yeah. Seoul is a fine city i i love it too um i don't know if i would say it's my favorite city in the world but um but i'm really interested in in what you're you know what aspects yeah i'd like to hear what you guys have to say about this because for me Seoul is really the only big city that i've ever lived in i've traveled of course in other cities but i'm i lived in flagstaff arizona which is a pretty small town i lived in phoenix but Phoenix is like, you know, the epitome of urban sprawl. And I was on the very outskirts of it. So that's not really living in a city so much as, as it is living in, in Seoul or New York or Chicago or some, some big city mm-hmm. like that. Um, so my, I only know Seoul as a city I've lived in or other cities that I've traveled through. And I have to admit, although I do like Seoul, at the same time, I don't like Seoul. I, but that's just because I don't like big cities. In general, it's not that I don't like Seoul specifically. I just sure. I'm not a big city boy. That's actually um, one of the things that I I find a lot of uh, relief in Seoul because I like having the conveniences of a big city. We can talk about that in a minute. But one of the things that I like about it is that um, despite what I imagine is popular stereotypes abroad for people that haven't been here, Seoul is more green than I think a lot of people expect. Um, I'm like a five minute walk to Namsan Park. It's a small mountain, but it's central in the city. I'm right next to Seoul Station and I can get up there. Everywhere I've lived in Korea from Busan to uh, different locations in Seoul, there's always a really nice park that's in proximity. Plenty of and mountains in general. Yeah, mountain, actually, yeah, that, there's that's a lot of mountains. Said exactly what I was going to say. So a lot of cities brag about this, right? Chicago, um, that's one of the big claims to fame, right? There's there's parks everywhere. But the types of parks here, like Kevin was just about to mention, like the, the they're mountainous. They're not so groomed and um, artificial. Yeah, they're not artificial. They don't have like these square parks. Uh, you can really feel like you're getting away to nature. Um, well, not even just a park. Like, there's literally a mountain. Like, I can walk to it from 15 minutes from my house. 
yeah. and, and start going hiking up to the top. And it's, it's a weird mountain from, again, growing up in Arizona, where I get to the top of the mountain, you look out and there's just like a lot of nothing here. You get to the top of the mountain, there's like apartments, apartments, apartments. But on the, the trek up to the top of the mountain, you're proper in the mountains. And it's, yeah. and it's a, it's a mm-hmm. decent hike up as well. I mean, it's a couple of hours and it's, it's up. It, yeah. It's not like just a walk. It's a, it's a proper right. hike. Yeah, and if if you come to Seoul, you you are going to see it when you you will take the subway if you're here, and when you're on the subway, you're going to see people with like hiking poles <laughs> and and full gear because they're getting off the subway to go hiking in a mountain. Right. That's a thing. Yeah, I love. Although that. I will say, I don't think they really need the hiking poles and the full <laughs> gear for the mountains here. Yeah, it's a little excessive, but. God bless them. Yeah, you know? I'll, I'll wear my least, sandals. You know I, what I, I have doing. my hiking sandals and I'll, I'll wear those yeah. up the mountain. You, you can do fine. But yes, you will definitely yeah. see. I mean, my my point is like there, there's a, you will see people. I mean, even if they don't have the gear, if you were to ask them and you were to survey everybody in the train, you're going to find people that are taking a train to go hiking, which is just weird. I mean, still weird. To yeah, it, it is the, weird. The city subway. I, I, yeah. Korea is is like almost the inversion of like a city like Denver or Los Angeles, because Los Angeles is also a city with low lying mountains. But the difference is that wealthy people live up in the mountains, Hollywood Hills, mm. Beverly Hills, and they look down on the the plebes, <laughs> you know, that live down in the valley where, and, uh, and, and same in Denver, I believe you, you know, you go up in the mountains and this is where the wealthy neighborhoods are in the suburbs. And then down in the valley is where the city is located. Um, in Korea, it's kind of in, inverted, right? I mean, it's, it's very, there's not, they, those mountains are, are kind of on um, developed or, or yeah. underdeveloped. And so they're, they keep them kind of pristine for hiking and for, enjoying nature and that is a, a really beautiful thing because god forbid they started building really expensive houses up there and gated communities and just cut people off from mm. that i just i don't think korean people would tolerate that because yeah. there is something about this culture that there is um they do want like you said take the train to go to a, a stop where you can start hiking up a mountain that's a little bit bizarre you know, to think about usually you drive an hour to get to a mountain right, where get you, out of the city. Yeah. You know, you'd have to go, get out of the city, but here you can escape the, the kind of uh, rigmarole of the, of the traffic and the, all the people and, and the density and get to a mountain and, and yeah. hike right up it. And like, that, that's a beautiful thing. I, I like it that. might, it might seem common. And, and for people that have been to Korea, be like, yeah, I mean, that's not that crazy. Right. I mean, but just compare it for a second, go ahead and compare that. If you live in Manhattan, Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to go hiking for the day and you want to come back and have dinner by like 6 PM. How are you going to do that? You're not going to do that. Um, you're in Chicago. How are you going to do that? Well, there's no mountains nearby anyway, but the, the ability to, to, and I guess that that's, um, that's really the only big point I have of why I think Seoul is my favorite city is, is, is this, it's the change of environments. And it's just, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I love living in the city because in a single day um you can you can just channel flip and i yeah, love the stimulation that's i love a great being metaphor. Able to like yeah yeah you can you can go from uh that mountain and you know if you got to change of clothes you can hit the club like directly okay. it's it's crazy you, uh, could, for me. you could hike in a mountain go to a wine bar and see a movie all in a, the same day 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And you, you could, you could walk yeah. out from the, from the movie. Uh, you could go to a club, go dancing, come out. Of, we talked about this before, like with even within like a building, you could spend like an entire day within a building, like going to different floors. Yeah. Um, you could come out and then go to like a street stand uh, tent, like Pojamata. Pojamata. Yeah. 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 And have some skewers cooked over, you know, some charcoal flames and a little tent. And uh, yeah, just, it's, I think, I think it's really, yeah, it, it suits me. It suits me. I, I get that too. And it, and it's, 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 it suits every, they've thought of every level, like every kind of economic tranche, you know, like the Pojang Machang is cheap. You know, you drink soju. It's not, it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to break your bank to go there. But if you mm-hmm. want to do something higher end and something more expensive, that option is right down the road. I mean, just, it's all, whatever you want. I, I think that's why I love Asia in general is, um, and I also, I love Japan too. I've been to Osaka a few times and, and, but I think the thing that I like about Osaka is the same thing I like about Seoul. I love the labyrinthine uh, pathways where you don't know, it just, you, you turn, go this alley and then you take a left and you go down another alley and you're all of a sudden you're just in this labyrinth. And there's, and you just don't know what's, what you're going to, what's going to happen. You know, um, I went back to America and I was like on my street in the suburbs where everybody goes in their house after work at five 30 and they shut the door, lock the door, eat dinner, watch American, you know, what, what American idol and, you know, watch the news, go to sleep. And there's nothing on the street. No people are walking around. Nothing is happening. But there's some something about Asia that is just 24 hours a day. It's alive. It's just mm-hmm. and I that had that appealed to me within the very first week that I had moved to Asia. And it's something that 20 years later, I still love about it. I yeah, love that. The, 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 Do you the, think the, cities like New York, I mean, the city that's famous for never sleeping compares again, I've, I've only traveled through New York. I've been to New York City. We were there for like a couple of nights a few years back and and i really enjoyed new york city actually i thought it was a really cool city um the park was great we we stayed in a hotel kind of in like i don't know like upper west side east side. one of the nicer na- neighborhoods um way expensive of course but it was like really cool neighborhood really chill i really enjoyed the feeling of new york i, I liked that city for the short time that i was there again i can't compare it as a city to live in I, I bet you city, it was really cool that I would love New York too. this for the same. I, that I, I lived in New York for a few months, actually. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I lived in the Bronx and. Uh, yeah, I mean, any big city, you're going to have a lot of space and it can be dynamic. New York is very dynamic, but the mm. accessibility yeah. in Seoul trumps New York every time. The the safety. The sa- what's, oh, yeah, safety, yeah. that's, that's a whole other very true but like you want to be able to you talk about that channel flipping that's not just that there's different environments it's that they're accessible like economically accessible if i'm somewhere anywhere in korea i can open up an app on my phone and you know it's basically like uber right but that taxi is not going to break the bank it's never even a consideration it's just yeah. like yeah sure it's like at most what is it 10 bucks and i'm anywhere in the city um so, yeah, I think I think it's way Seoul is way more accessible than um, New York. And then you stack on top the safety. Um, like, for example, my buddy was here last Wednesday 
and it got pretty late and um, he didn't want to call a cab. He wanted to walk a little bit, right? He lives in Hongdae. So if anybody knows the city, you want to pull up a map, you can take a look. It's a, it's a good distance. So I'm at Seoul station. He's over in Hongdae. So he's like, yeah, it's uh it was last Wednesday. So I think it was like a little warmer at night or something. It was, it was kind of peaceful. He's like, yeah, I just want to walk down to the main strip. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to walk a little bit before I grab a cab. So he didn't call a cab. Next day I talked to him. He's like, uh, he walked all the way home. Okay. Big deal. Right. I mean, walk, he walked an hour and a half. I mean, anybody can do that, but at 2 AM yeah, in the middle of a giant city going through darkened alleys and like, it's not even a consideration. It's like, yeah, I just walked home. No big yeah. deal. Whereas if like I told somebody that, you know, I was hanging out in Manhattan and, and I, I want to walk to Brooklyn or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or walk back to the yeah. Bronx. Yeah. Be like, you know, maybe that's not the greatest idea. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, like is accessibility and safety definitely ties to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, and also, you know, I would say in the same uh, kind of in the same thread, the same vein would be the food prices. Also, it's not—it's not like when you go to Seoul, all of a sudden food and restaurants becomes way more expensive. Because I think my understanding is you lived in New York; it can be quite pricey to eat. But in Seoul, it's there. It seems like the price, that, you know, for a meal is is no more expensive than it is um, out in the suburbs of Gyeonggi, which where I live, and. That's another aspect that I think is really, you know, the, the, the one thing that I think Seoul, um, when you talk to people about Seoul, and it's true, is the housing prices. It's, yeah. It is expensive. And that I think that skews, actually skews everything when it comes to like, how much does it cost to live in the city? Seoul ranks rather high in the, uh, globally as being one of the most expensive cities, but it's a little bit deceptive because if you can figure out the living situation, Seoul could be, you can live on very little, you know, yeah. survive really, really well. Your, there. You got to find your niche. You got to find your, yeah. you know, what's comfortable. You can, you can live very, I think it's a very frugal. No, I don't want to say frugal because it's not, you can live well and not have to like suffer because of frugality. So like, if you want to live in New York, um, I saw a picture, I think it was on Reddit um, just last week someone posted an image of their uh, apartment in New York. I forget which borough it was in. And it was a shared bathroom. There was no, no, no burner, no kitchen. Right. There was, you know, I think I saw that same video. It, yeah, yeah. It was like a bed, a brick wall and like a, a, a shower. Curtain, yeah. You know? It's like, a, it's bucks. like a dorm room, but uh, maybe right. worse, you know? Yeah. And a thousand bucks a month. And you go to the comment thread and it's kind of like other people from, you know, New York have had those experiences. People are just like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not crazy. This is just kind of how shit, I mean, it is crazy, but that's, that's a thing that, that, that exists here. Mm -hmm. So in Seoul, if you're not a moron, you can, you have to dig, you have a lot more work to do, but you can find a better living situation still. Yeah. Yeah. But it is being squeezed. I mean, I've seen it happen with jumping around places here, working with real estate agencies and stuff, the the prices of your ass shot up. But if you can negotiate that, if you can find a, a way to minimize your housing expenses, you're you can have there's cafes that are so reasonable, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I had yeah, a friend the, the, that lived in oh, oh sorry, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, I was gonna say, like when I travel, I mean, the way that I like to compare 
what cities are expensive is the, just generally like how much does a beer cost at, at like a 7-Eleven here to in America to Thailand or something like that. And I mean, these days, actually, it's quite cheap. I think I think there's a more actual like official unofficial index, which is the Big Mac index around the world. You can kind of compare how much does a Big Mac cost in the city. And yeah, in Korea, you can do quite well food wise. And, and like, I mean, if you know how to eat here, finding the small restaurants, you can get like a proper meal for way cheaper than you can do it at home because you're going to get all the banchan, all the side dishes and things like that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend that lived in London and he told me, Hey man, you leave your house. That's 20 quid just gone. You know, that's, it's, that's $30 or 25, you know, dollar. And this is, this is like 20 years ago. He's like, that's just the, that's the, the price to walk out of your house, you know, to get in the tube, to take the tube. And, and the difference in Korea is if you can figure out the living situation, if you can sort yourself out that way, you can, you're the subway is how much is the subway? Is it a dollar 70, you know, like a buck, buck 50. It's under two dollars. It's like one fifty. Yeah. Now, like channel bag ones, it's around there. Yeah. So you've got this wonderful public transportation, which is the other thing that I really appreciate about Seoul. It's why it's why I really love that city, and I don't. Seoul. I'm the only one. I don't live in Seoul. I live in Pyeongtaek, which is the uh, is I guess uh, it's in the outskirts, which is uh, in Gyeonggi-do, which is like a donut that kind of wraps around Seoul, or Seoul proper, and so. Um, but even even in Pyeongtaek, we've got buses that go just about everywhere you want to go. So, I mean, it's got wonderful public transportation and that's super cheap food. Not yeah. that expensive. You know, even if you want to yeah. eat in a restaurant, you can you know. even if you want even if you want something nice. So there's you have such a I maybe mean, I don't know why I'm not like an economist, but it could be because of the density. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of my friends lives in Garosugo, which is a very ritzy type neighborhood famous for being really expensive if you want to buy like a 15 dollar americano that's where you go All right, right? right kind of like a beverly hills type of thing like yeah i mean it's yeah, shopping a lot of it is is absurd quite honestly mm-hmm. um but it's really fun for window shopping and bumming around um even there uh we've found places i mean you know he lives there so he's always scouting around there's a new place we just started hitting up where you get um it's like basically a bento box. You get uh, half a fillet of mackerel um, with uh, like seasoned rice and um, gim and, you know, a little like kimchi and, uh, you know, a little banchan, whatever. I mean, it'll, it'll stuff you. And it's uh, palchan. Oh, wow. That's uh, $8. 8,001. Yeah, 8,001, which in today's is like, yeah, it's like $7. $7. I mean, yeah. 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 And that's that's in that neighborhood. And so that's one of our go-tos. We'll hit that. There's um, a Mexican place where we're regulars there. We get free guacamole now because we go there so much. <laughs> uh, we do um, these massive enchilada platters. I've never been able to finish it. Uh, those are 12,000 won, so about $11. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, this is much, much cheaper never- than New York. Um, let me, let's, let's change gears a little bit because Ryan, sure. I'm, I'm kind of using your, your New York, uh, you know, I, I'm, I like comparing New York to, to Seoul. Um, what about people, you know, just like well, the, yeah. Before, before I go on record as like the authority of like, who knows oh, New sure. York, I lived, there, I lived there for a little less than three months and yeah. it was over a decade ago. Okay. Well, and, and then let's not, we don't have to do like a, a, a hard comparison, but um, how, how would you guys, how would you describe the, the personality of the cosmopolitan soulite? 
you know, the person that, because I, I've always found people to be quite pleasant, uh, courteous. Um, it's, it, there's no, it doesn't give me anxiety to, to travel even in the morning at, at like rush hour time. Maybe the only thing that might give me anxiety is when they start pushing you onto the train, like, you know, shoving to, because they, they want to close the door, but they can't because it's so full. I mean, that might mm. be the most annoying thing. Um, but Hey, I'm the morning subways here are definitely not an experience that you want. If you can avoid that, try and stay off the big lines in the morning. Yeah. And at any rush hour going home as well. Same time. Um, but I've had a, you know, I'll, I think I told the story. I'm not sure, but I, I was looking for a location and I couldn't find it. And I had a Korean guy stopped and walked me three or four blocks out of his way to take me to the place I wanted to go. And I didn't ask him to do that. You know, it was just, he just volunteered that, um, you know, that helped. I had me. a similar experience and, in Japan, actually, somebody who spoke zero English and I, and I spoke zero Japanese. Like they walked me, actually, I, I was totally lost. And I, I had my printout from my hostels. Like I'm trying to go here. And, and she starts, she got off her bike and starts walking me. I was like, okay, where are we going? Cool. And then she, she took me to the police station, which at first I thought was kind of strange until I realized that the police, they saw the map and they had a big map on the wall and they were, actually helpful no well um the same the same thing happened to my wife and and me uh in milan except in that case the guys that were leading us down this back alley made all the hair on the back of my neck stand up and and we were like you know what i think we'll find our own way but thank you very much and he was really disappointed that we didn't follow him down this this back alley i'm not sure yeah you, you know you can never you can never be too safe like <laughs> i remember i was in oh god this is like before i came to seoul i was in um the gulf of thailand and i had just found this really nice uh bungalow up on the rocks just beautiful view super cheap it was like less than ten dollars a night they had nobody over there and the management was really sweet really nice i'm traveling solo and whatever. So it's like my first day. I just set up camp. I'm, I'm loving that. I get a little scooter. I, I jam back down to the beaches because uh, this is like up on a bluff. Um, just awesome. And so I'm down, you know, it's like maybe just after like sunset. <clears throat> and these two girls, I think they were from, I think they're from the Netherlands. And they start uh, talking to me and they're like, do you know a good place to like stay or whatever? You know, cause I, you know, we we're talking, I'd been there for a day. I said, well, I just got in, but this place is awesome. Um, it's a little bit of a walk, but, um, I mean, I can't, I can't take both of you guys on my bike, but we can just walk it I'm like, okay, cool. Let's check it out. I'm not thinking about what this looks like from their perspective. Like, we've only been talking for about an hour. So I'm walking with them. There's no, it's not like there's lights on. It's a, it's a dirt trail. Mm-hmm. Just a there's little no bit further, girls. You know, come on. That, that's come what on I was doing. You. That's what I was doing. I was like, I was We're the guy. There. Yeah, I was the guy. They eventually gave up on me. Like they walked with me for like maybe 15 minutes and they were like, they started like, I saw the fear in their eyes and I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that. I swear. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine, buddy. And then I had to yeah. see them for the rest of the week, you know, on the beach. They're like, yeah, let her get over there. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and and yet uh, they did the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It was the, it they was missed out on a move. great, they missed out on a great accommodations. You're right. I'm right. telling you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was the smart thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's know. funny. You never know. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, I, you I know, find a lot I, of Korean yeah. people just keep their heads down. I mean, maybe this is kind of around the world, but everyone's got their earphones in these days. And so, it, yeah, if you need help, if you want to stop someone, especially in Seoul, I mean, if you stop any young person, their their English skills probably going to be good enough to to get whatever you need. Subway station, bathroom, you know, whatever. That's great. Um, in general, though, people just are kind of in their own little world these days. That's just kind of everywhere. Though yeah. Everyone's got their earphones in. Everyone's just walking on the street. I mean, everyone's staring at their phones. And so it's, it's yeah, everyone, they're kind of just indifferent to you half of the time now, which isn't necessarily a bad thing when you're in a big city. I don't want everyone mm-hmm. to be paying attention to me all the time. If you, just... if you attempt to speak Korean and you're looking like for directions or help or something, I mean, come on. Could you guys imagine getting blown off in, in Seoul where someone's like... That, that doesn't, you never get blown off. No, if you, if you post somebody most, and speak Korean, I, I, I they think the, the worst thing that might be happen would be that they'd run away from you because they'd see a foreigner and they'd be like, ah. <laughs> but I haven't had that happen in like a decade. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I have I think, had that happen. Get, so, I try approaching someone in English. I think the most like negative reaction I've gotten from people here, like strangers on the street or something, is like the over giddiness, you know, like. Like you, you asked like a couple of, couple of dudes hanging out in the corner, smoking cigarettes. You're like, you know, you want to ask for some directions. So you approach them and they both start giggling like little girls. And it's like, <laughs> what up, man? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's not even negative. That's just funny. Cause it, it's, it's, um, you know, you got to picture it. People in this country, anybody that's under the age of what 50, they've been, they've dedicated so much time to studying English. It's this thing that they all have some awareness of it. And you just throw it at them, you know? There, I remember something in my when I was writing my thesis about um, communicative learning and stuff like that. There was I did come across something about there's something in Asia called like uncertainty avoidance. The the hey, uncer- uncertainty avoidance is is a little bit higher than in the in the West. We don't really if if we're uncertain about a situation. We'll just try. We'll go for it. You know, Okay, I look like an asshole, whatever. You know, like it's it's embarrassing, but I don't know that person. But in in the East, it's a little different. The the uncertainty avoidance level is a bit higher. And so in those situations where, Mm. you know, I'm not sure what the answer is in the classroom, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to I'm not going to stick out. I'm not going to I'm not going to take a gamble because I'm 50 50 on this because it's just not worth it, you know? not until I'm a hundred percent certain or 98 or whatever, then I'll take the risk. And so I think we, that happens a lot. We, we clash, not clash, but like we interact with people who are like their uncertainty avoidance level is higher than ours is. So we'll, we'll take the gamble. Mm -hmm. But in that case, they'll, they kind of giddily laugh and it's like, I'm not even going to try because, you know, I'm not ready for this yet, you know? And so we get frustrated, but I think it's, you, you have to kind of understand that from a cultural level that, you know, um, maybe it's their schooling, you know, like if you don't, if you don't know the answer, you don't even venture a guess, you know, that's, you that's really interesting. That reminds me, maybe that, that gives me some insight into something that I've, I've experienced here quite a bit. If, have you ever gone looking like on the Chungaechon for like hardware or something like you need a, I mean, I know everybody shops online now, but I used to like to bum around down there if you needed to like buy like an extension cord or a, you know, a drill or a hammer or nails, screws, bolts. It's just like a hardware section mm-hmm. uh, in Seoul. It's um, if you could imagine for anybody that's not been to Seoul, it's kind of like somebody took 
uh, a hundred Home Depots and just detonate <laughs> mash them, them together. <laughs> yeah, and no, not great. mash them together. Detonate. I think I think Ryan's got a better. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Yeah. And so <laughs> you'll be walking right. around. You know, you're in like the brass fittings section because you can see like there's ten shops next to each other of brass fittings, and you're looking for the specific one, the specific ID or something. And uh, so you walk into a shop. You think he's got what you want. You ask for it. Uh, he says, "No, I don't have it." And then you ask, "Hey, do you know where I can find it?" You will always get the same answer: no idea, no okay. idea. Like it's it's just absolutely no, not possible. No, just no, 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 no. And a lot of the times, you step out of the shop, the guy next door has it, yeah. and you know, you might feel like, is he just trying to like? Like, is he why trolling give, me? Is he? Yeah. Why know, wouldn't he give business yeah. to the guy next to him? Like, is that not a? Is he being nasty? Maybe it's like this. He just he's not certain. Yeah, and it's it's better to just say no than to look huh. look silly or whatever you know or or you know the possibility of looking looking silly is uh, unacceptable or their That's level of acceptability is different. Yeah. Um. I was going to Thanks for uh, a reminder. I forgot about that. I studied that as well. And I haven't heard that, that term in a very long time. It's all flooding yeah. back. Yeah. Well, what about, uh, you know, like, like, um, you know, friendships and, and, and things like that, like meeting people uh, is, is soul a place that I find it, I found it a little bit more difficult than when I lived in Thailand. Um, this could also be because I was younger at that time. Um, but, but, but also I think, mm -hmm. you know, Thailand is a little bit more, it's such, it's so touristy that they're, you know, when you go out, somebody is gonna, you know, like cheers, you know, and, and what's your name, you know, some Australian guy or some, you know, uh, a British person or something. And, uh, I find that in, uh, in Korea, just because of the way that like, like I'm kind of talking about like bars and, and clubs and stuff. The way it's set up is it's kind of uh, partitioned, you know, your group is your group and you don't uh, you know, if you try to join another group, you're kind of seen as an interloper and you're, you're, you're messing with the atmosphere. So like, like building friendships and stuff like that, is that more of a challenge in, in Seoul than maybe other cities? I think, well, we've talked about this a little bit with the drinking yeah. culture. And I agree that just going out to meet random people is different here than, than back in the States. Um, in terms of just meeting people in general, is that's hard to say because, yeah, I mean, I think age is a really big part of it. When I was younger, it was really easy for me to just make friends with people I worked with or with people I, you know, friends of friends of friends. And, and these days just, I just turned 45 I couldn't imagine going out in Seoul and trying to meet people I I would look like the like Ryan I would feel like the way you did when you're trying to get those girls like hey just a little bit farther you know some 44 yeah. five-year-old guy hey nice to meet you you know that would be weird in any city I guess um I don't know I think for me I think it's it's the same I think yeah I think age has changed how my experiences and building new relationships and friends there's also a move towards uh, some technology, which again, being in a city that's so incredibly dense, it's mm. pretty great. Like yeah. um, if you don't know uh, Meetup, the website, uh, and you're a traveler, you're missing out. It's a really great way to meet people that have mutual interests as you. Um, Soul Meetup, I know uh, I've used it. Plenty of uh, my friends have used it. It's a great way to make new friends. Um, I have not used the app Bumble, 
but I know many of my students, we've had discussions about it. Um, it's, uh, as I understand it, it's like Tinder, but not for dating. It's just like for my, meeting people that are down with the things you're down with. So people that play music, it's a way to find band members. Yeah, um, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of that has shifted. But again, being in a big city with this type of density, you're going to have an advantage. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you won't have to go very far. Just geographically, you're going to find people in within the uh, you know a couple mile radius that are you know into the same thing. Come on yeah. over, let's hang out. You know. Um, yeah. If if your hobby is like weaving, you know, turkey feathers into baskets or something, you, you'll find somebody. <laughs> you'll find it. You, know, you, you got over ten million people. <laughs> you know <laughs> someone else did that. I just got into that last week, right? Hook me up. Yeah, yeah. start the group. Let's start the group. Turkey, turkey feathers. Um, I, you know the thing. What the uh, as we wind down the conversation a little bit, something that I I do also appreciate um, about soul is is not just the the nature and like you said, you can just flip the channel and go from you know kind of the modern to nature quickly, but also the kind of the mix of old and new. Um, and I think, you know, like you said that you can walk right out your door and you can go to like, uh, uh, a market an outside market that would probably be reminiscent of something that it probably looked the same in 1965 as it does today. Yeah, you know what I mean? When I, when I go downstairs, like I live in a house. Okay. So you got a picture of this. Yeah. <clears throat> we're in the upper grandma. There's a little grandma that we're renting from. She owns this joint. She lives downstairs and there's a courtyard and it's got like a big, uh, metal gate and, um, when I open that gate, there's, it's the market directly and there's like, you know, strings hanging and fish drying and, yep. you know, yeah, they, it's, I mean, it's, that's been doing it that way for, uh, you know, 700 years or whatever. You oh know? yeah. I mean, my, my favorite yeah. is like where part of the road is actually like covered in tarps and people have laid out like peppers and vegetables to dry, yeah. you know, so you can't drive your car there. <laughs> you can drive over somebody's cucumbers, you know, or a zucchini. Even apartment complexes in my neighborhood, they'll just take a, a parking spot and put a tarp down and dry out their, the uh, peppers. Yeah. Some, some grandma. And yeah, it's just exactly. like, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. Um, I, I we we have a market here in Pontiac, an outside market, and uh, if you want to buy fresh fruits and vegetables and and meat and stuff like that, I mean, this is where you go, and there's like literally like a, I mean, it looks cartoonish, but there's like a pig's head, you know, mm-hmm. just a a full pig's head, just just out on display, and uh, I know it gave my That's dog probably for nightmares. some shamanistic rituals. So <laughs> Maybe if you want to learn, yeah, learn more there, yeah, yeah. and I mean the. Not to like be like, you know, hyperbolic about like, you know, Seoul is the greatest city ever. There's other cities that I would say are better for certain things. Like if I'm traveling and I want to see uh, more like dynamic cuisine market markets in particular is what I'm thinking as we're talking about markets. I don't think Korea has the best markets in the world and most impressive. I would I think going to place like um Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, I think the cuisine is way more dynamic. Singapore, um, the markets, uh, the food stalls and stuff in um, Taipei, are way more dynamic in Taipei. Mm-hmm. Uh, more food varieties is what I mean by that. Like yeah. um, in Korea, if you go to a market here in like my neighborhood, if I go like Pyeongtaek, a market in your neighborhood, it's like same thing, slightly different flavor. It's almost the same thing. You'll see the same cabbage and the same carrots yeah. and the same, you know, like little fruit stall. Yeah. 
And there's there's reasons to there's reasons to to explore around. I mean, there's there's a market that's dedicated more to like vegetables, and there's one that's more like just you know gogi. You, you have um, you know, there's differences, but not like I've seen in other cities. Mm-hmm. But that said, it's still really nice to be in this place that's really urban and really modern, and you know, but you still have all this. Um, I don't know how to say it. Uh, color yeah color one thing that that we're missing out on as well we haven't discussed is and i I don't know how how to really compare this with other cities but in korea in seoul especially it's something that i I remember noticing even years ago there's there's just so much entertainment right think of all the bongs all the rooms around right there's nore bongs there's there's pc bongs you can go play games there's there's places to go play pool there's um places to go play playstation screen golf screen Screen baseball yeah screen baseball right like you yeah. walk down any random i mean not any random street but like in any of the kind of like busier neighborhoods you go to like any Hongdae street or gangnam street turn down some back alley and and there's a batting cage up above you and you just look around and there's also like five places to go sing with your friends there's a couple places to go play video games there's an arcade just down the corner like if, if you want to have a night out you know not even a drinking night out although that's part of this half the time as well but if you just want to do something with your friends there's it's impossible to not be bored if that's what you want if if you're looking for some activity of some kind you can find it (laughs) there's there's some activity that's a great point it's almost gotten to the point you know being here for so many years like you almost forget how how amazing that really is like everything you just listed there i can go downstairs and walk to in under five minutes like Right, and you this, probably have all like, of those things in your neighborhood. Yeah, they're all right here, like right here. I can I can hit all that those things. I remember when I came to um, Korea originally. I lived in Busan. We were I was hanging with some friends in uh, Gyeongsangdae, and we were at a pub that we, we were we were just meeting. So we were meeting. We didn't have dinner yet. We we're gonna have like a pint before going to dinner and meeting the other half of the the crew. Um, and some people bailed, and it was like uh, it was just it was boring. We're just like sipping on a beer and one of my friends is like hey you want to go to a jimjilbang and i was like i didn't know what this was yet you know i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a sauna i'm like what it's like i'll oh, just do it. it's, it will chill out before we go to dinner i'm like all right go with the flow left our half drank beers there went downstairs now i'm naked in a hot tub um you know <laughs> and we're like okay we, we chill out relax for like an hour it's like okay um now let's go to, let's go to have dinner all right put her clothes back on and nice. sit down and have a have fire on the table eating you know uh yeah it's just yeah yeah okay. you know, ginger bongs are something that i i i enjoy them when i've gone to them and that's probably like less than 10 times total in the in the 12 years that i've been here the more than 12 years that i've been here like ginger bongs are they're cool but i just don't use them and, but that's the same idea though right you're, you're right there's just so many fun little unique ways to just pass some time here if you live in seoul and you say i'm bored i i don't believe you you're lying <laughs> you're lying to yourself because there lazy. is they're just they they've they've created the experience is all packaged for you you know what i mean like it, it literally is you don't you don't have to bring your own baseball bat you don't have to bring your glove or anything like that i mean you just have to show up and everything is kind of just set up for you. So I do, I do love that, you know, that aspect of Korean culture where they just create the whole experience is all you have to do is show up. And so, 
Yeah. Um, that that's that's a little bit different than than hobbies in the West, where you like, you know, my I, my parents play tennis and I play a little bit of tennis, but then you gotta you gotta buy the tennis equipment, you gotta drive to the court, you gotta wait. I would like to compare up. this, and, and this is something that I don't know about in big cities elsewhere, but I mean like. I can think of, for example, escape rooms, right? So that's a thing that I still have yet to experience. And I, I would love to try one of these days, actually. Need to get around to it. We'll have to do a Soul Patch escape room episode. Um, <laughs> right. uh, in, we'll record ourselves getting lost. But um, uh, like, there's escape rooms in Korea, you know, and there's, there's singing rooms and there's all these other rooms. But escape rooms are definitely a thing in the States as well. Like, I know I've read about them. So there are these type of activities in, you know, I'm sure there's escape rooms in Chicago and New York and Seattle, et cetera. Um, but so I, I can't compare it exactly, but it, it feels like, you know, there's less of these just everything. You know, there's not a street that you can just turn down any random street and find 10 things to do there. Escape yeah. room is more of a like, let's go. This is the activity for today. And, and maybe I'm wrong. And if someone who lives in, in a Western city that I haven't visited in a very long time can, can correct me. And maybe there are more things that I'm not thinking of. And but. There's, there's still things here that I'm discovering after living in the city for, for 12 years. There's still things like, um, Kev, were you with us? I don't remember. We were, with, we were in, again, in Garros. I think it was Garros. And it was blazing hot. It was summer. And just with like a group of people and everybody's just sweating out. And my friend's girlfriend was like, Hey, let's take a shortcut through here. And it was just cutting through a building versus going around the block. And we went in, went down some stairs, went through the bottom level and up that bottom level was a full size ice ready ice skating rink with a hockey match. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you can go ice skating here. It's like, how much it's like, you know, five or 10 bucks. You can yeah. just, they, they rent you skates, whatever. Yeah, it, like in July, it was just like, I mean, there's plenty of ice skating rinks in, in other cities in the world, I know, but it's just the accessibility and just yeah. how it's just, it hits you in the face all the time. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I had a similar experience. My daughter, when my daughter was very young, uh, we were visiting my uh, mother-in-law who lives in Mokdong, uh, which is, a, I guess, a northeastern uh, Seoul, I guess, a little bit. Kind of. A little bit, Yeah. And, uh, you know, she, she was getting a little bit, uh, you know, uh, bored at home. So we took a walk and, and we just went in this room and there was a, a whole trampoline play, play park (laughs) inside this building. Just, you turn left and it was like, Oh, you're two or $3 and you can just go jump on a trap, you know, all these like 10 or 15 trampolines with, I mean, it's just, they really do make an effort to provide entertainment for, for people and you just never know yeah, it's and, and it's the surprise element and the randomness of it is what i i just i i'm i'm never they soul never ceases to surprise me and i think that's what i really love about it and 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 there's and that's i think why we live this life you know this lifestyle is because we love that element of like of surprise and and uh yeah right. so yeah yeah I don't know. What do you guys think? Can we still, do, uh... can still surprise us. That's, that is, that is something that's very yeah. true. I'll say even, yeah. even after all this time, you'll, you'll, you, you, no matter how many times you've been around the city, you haven't seen even half of it probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the, by the time you get around to the other half, the, the first half's changed. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's also true. <laughs> kind of keeps going. Yeah. Keeps going. Uh, you guys but, ever been to a VR room before? Those are pretty fun. I haven't yet. Check, I haven't check yet. out one you of those. It? Those, that was great. That was great. Yeah. 
So uh, that's that's my uh, my pitch right there. Um, I don't know. I think we covered it, man. We uh, we did good by soul, I think. Um, so uh, I sold yeah. you. I sold you. That's yeah. Why soul is the soul of Asia? I think that's a much better. I think they should. Uh, I think it, I, like I think the soul patch is better though than I sold you. But I, <laughs> that's just I'm, soul I'm patch little... is just a small part of of soul. It's an important yeah, the part, soul patch would be uh, yeah maybe the Gangnam area. I'm not sure Bunda. Um, well, hey, before you do the send off, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to jump in uh, as part of the send off. For listeners out there, like, you know, we're always like pretty thirsty for mail. So send us some mail. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, in particular, like you can tell if you're listening, you can tell like the three of us were pretty stoked on like in general, we have a very positive outlook about Korea in general. We've had positive experiences here, but we also love um you know, being able to give advice and help people. So if you've got questions, like straight up, just ask us, ask us like, you know, maybe a specific thing, not like, what should I do if I come to Seoul? But if you have a certain question, like, Hey, I want to play hockey when I arrive in Seoul, uh, send us a message. Um, Love to help out people love to give advice. Oh yeah. Um, We'll do a little. And if we don't know, it's fun for us to learn. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. And it's probably much more easy for us to figure those things out being that we've been here for a while. So for yeah, sure true. actually I, I know nice. a couple of guys that play hockey there that did play hockey here um so uh and if you're if you're gonna uh send us that message send it to the soul patch at gmail.com that's our uh email address and uh it's in the description um you can go to our website uh the soul patch.com um you can uh you, you can reach out to us on our social we have an instagram we have twitter um, you could make a comment in, uh, on our YouTube uh, page uh, in the comment section. Um, we also uh, have added a new, uh, a new page to our website with some uh, teacher resources. So uh, right now there's a, uh, well, I'll leave it up there for uh, in- indefinitely, but there's a, a free ebook, uh, Let's Talk About It, a discussion book for uh, Korean English language learners. So if you're teaching a, a you know, conversation class or something and you need uh, a quick lesson in a can, uh, you can just download that book for free. It's in PDF form and, uh, you know, just like another resource to use. And, and I'll, I'll be adding to that, uh, to that page as well. And again, that's on our website, thesoulpatch.com. So you just go there, you can find everything, uh, download, you know, the episodes and uh, the free ebook send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll catch you next week on The Patch. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a good day. I'd like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Kiss all my love. Kiss all my love. The quiet man. Kiss all my love. 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 The brain. Kiss all my love. Kiss all my love. Hey Bobby. Let the bass go.